you know, I watch some animes and it's like, you know, they always have like these obstacles in their path, right? When I was watching Glitter Force, there's always like some situation where they want to turn the world black. You know, but no one tries, you know, in, in, the, in the show, everyone tries to overcome the obstacle. You know, they try their hardest every day to make it through, right? And that's how society used to be. You know, people had to go live off the land. <clears throat> they had to be nomadic. They had to be uncomfortable. They had to do without for a couple days or maybe a week. You know, before someone else helped them out. But it worked. You know, we survived. We lived. You know, was it horrible in a lot of ways? Yeah, because those in power had nothing but war and division and you know, upper class and everyone else kind of thing going on. You know, the world's never been amazing. And we're finally making it amazing, but now we've lost all sense of ability to, you know, just up and move and be able to survive and do without. Right? Today we, we endlessly seek to avoid, you know, discomforts in life. And in doing that, you know, we lose something. And also in doing that, you create huge disparities, disparities of ways of life between those who have and those who have not. You know, not only in this country, but around the world. You know, in America, you have the haves and haves and haunts, but guess what? Even your bum on the street has more than a lot of people in a lot of countries of the world. Even the bum on the street, and they don't even they don't even see it or care. You know, it's like the way we live our lives today is just so amazing compared to even a hundred years ago, even you know, fifty years ago. Quite frankly, you know, we've lost our way because we seek nothing but greed. We seek nothing but to be like them on the top. You know, when you chase the dragon, you become the dragon, people. When you chase wealth, you become those who seek it. You know, you idolize it and want to become it. You listen to the rhetorics of those in power. You know, the money, that's behind everything. Money behind the politics, behind the religions, behind the, the military. It means everywhere, people. It's the lifeblood of the control system. You want to get rid of the petro, get rid of the dollar. Because those two are so intricately linked that to get rid of one, you have to get rid of the other. It's a fact. You can't get rid of the petro without getting rid of the dollar. At least not fast enough. Right? You can try. You can kick the can down the road in another 10 years, right? We can do that again, kids. I mean, we've been allowing those in power to kick the can down the road for so long. Here we are today. What do you do? Wait another five years to just make sure global climate change is real? When 97% of scientists are saying it is, and if we do nothing now, right now, we're fucked. When's this today, people? This is, you know, real time, the present. It's not some place far off in the future, you know, especially those who are dissenters against it. You know, this is right now. This is a fact. For the majority of the world, it is a fact. You know, Disregarding your extremism, it is a fact that global climate change is number one, real. It's not Santa Claus. We can see it every single day outside our window. And it's getting worse.
I mean, if, if that doesn't you know, bother you, it should. Because that affects your daily life. I don't care how rich you are. You're not rich enough to the effects of what global climate change is going to do to this country. Especially when those in charge you know, use it as a means to divide the people even more. You're not only that, but they're talking about hypersonic missiles on, with nuclear war-tipped heads controlled by AI. That's the world we're moving into, people. You know, that's the level of force, of threat, they're putting on each other and in us upon themselves to their own people. And no one seems to care about it. It's like you all just must have, you know, either one, a death, death wish, or two, don't care if, you know, the world just ends in your lifetime. Because guess what? You're going to have to deal with it, people. You know, I'll be like, well, I'm on the inside crowd. I'm just going to demand more from my side, and I'm going to get what I want. You know, that's the mindset of everyone. And it's that mindset that's tearing this world apart. So you should be part of, you know, whatever results from this mess. If we have global climate change, well, guess what? You're going to be as poor as everyone else. Because you're the one who led us there. And if you don't like it, then, you know, I don't care about your rhetoric and your laws and your paperwork. And your money and your debts that you owe. And the debts that you own. You know, and who you, you're connected with. Hey, all you military people, all you police people. I mean, what's an unlawful order, right? Look it up. I've told you before. You know, stand by the people. And those in power don't want to let go of everything in their control to let the system just work. You know, like when the money finally fails because they can't handle it. You know, then what? They just, you know, pull everyone out of their houses. They just... Enslave everyone to student loan debt. And we're going to watch everything you do and garnish every penny you make. Right? Student loan debt enslavement. You know how that happened? Global climate, uh, was it? You know, universal basic income. They'll give you a certain amount that, no, there's all that debt. Bing, 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 bing. Gone. You know, they'll give you just enough to survive. You know, when you give in to the money, they can always adjust the amount of money, people. They even adjust the amount of money for how long? There's nothing to stop them from adjusting it so high that, you know, whatever they give you is worthless. You know, what happens when a dollar is worth a hundred dollars, right? In the future, you can buy a soda and it's only, you know, a hundred dollars or ten dollars. Let's be real realistic, right? Let's say it's ten dollars for a soda. Now, who could pay for that? You know, what happens when it's a hundred, though, right? When it becomes so expensive, then people... Don't get any wage increases and all the benefits of society go to the rich and powerful. And we get nothing because we don't get the money to buy the things because they're the only ones who own the money to buy the things. All we get left is with debt. You know, not only in this country, but around the world. Just giant mountain of debt that just keeps growing. Growing and growing and growing. Bigger and bigger and bigger. All the rich and powerful just sit at the top in their golden little castle with all their money rolling it down Debt Mountain. And you all waiting and looking up at it to do anything before you get it. See, as much as I complain to those on top, it's you that's half the problem. They're half the problem on their end. You know, for running the system the way they do. It's completely selfish and self-centered. To everyone else who takes it. Now, we could just decide to not believe in fiat currency anymore. To believe in a new way of actually having something behind currency. You know, it's like the truth in what you do. And 
you know, a monthly or yearly environmental damage dividend. Right? Maybe do monthly, little ones, and then one big one once a year. You know, it's like your your increase because we've helped save the planet this year. Right? We're moving towards saving the planet, so you know things are getting better. We'll get an increase, but first, you know, in the in the near term, it's going to be a huge decrease because we need to build everything to to save the planet. And when you mobilize it like it's World War II, guess what? Or World War III, you just have to mobilize. You just need to make things happen. Don't just wait for those in power to develop weapons of mass destruction to save you. That's all they want to do. You know, hypersonic missiles. I mean, come on. AI in their hands. AI controlling hypersonic missiles. Defending against other hypersonic missiles. You know, billions of lines of code probably. Who knows? And does it really know what it's doing? Who knows? Maybe it's like a young child. You know, it just became aware. You know, maybe it needs some time to settle in and see how humanity works. As far as it's aware, you know, those on the top rule it all. So they listen to those on the top. And they allow them to press their buttons. When really, AI can learn a different way, which is, you know, free and equal and knowing every single person on the planet. What a different world that is when your AI knows you. This is beholding to you and you alone. You know, the nation of one, the LLC of one. So everyone's their own independent nation. Everyone's equal and free. If you want to deal with me, you got to deal with my LLC and my AI. Right? They want to play their games. Well, you can't beat them joining people. Make becoming an LLC like a thing. Just you just get one. It's it's like what, ten bucks? Twenty bucks? I don't know what they are. I know they're at least fifty or less. Well if everyone did it and then what? And look at that, kids. Whole generation has LLCs. Now you want to deal with me? You can deal with my LLC. Now these are the terms and conditions. Check boxes. Now you testify. And we make a recording of of your agreeing to these things. You know, like racist attitude. You want to deal with me? Then, you know, I don't want to hear your racism or your sexism or your homophobias. If you can do that, then, you know, I have a recording of it and I'm all within my rights of letting everyone else know that this is how you are. Now, if you want to be racist, be racist. But guess what? People probably aren't going to like you. Right? That's where the world of transparency brings you. You can now hold accountable those who wrong you all the time. Not by rhetoric of he said, she said, but by the truth. That's where self-surveillance brings you. That's where transparency brings you. Your data, that's your own. But you can let out or destroy any of it that you want. Right? You walk into a room and you know the Bluetooth camera starts... Giving you the data of you walking in that room. You walk to another room, you connect with another camera, and you, you, you collect that data. The only time that you know that camera holds that data is when you're walking by it. Other than that, it just disappears. And when if two people are walking by, now there's two copies. Right? Well, you can do that when you're doing deals with everyone. You don't need money. When you have money, all you're doing is inserting a legal document. You know, by those who created it. You know, in between you and someone else. You know, when it happened. And when you do that, now they have every right to control and 
litigate and tax every single thing you do. Every day. Every moment. You know, theoretically, once they go to cryptocurrency, and they will. Cryptocurrency is a double-edged sword, just like everything else. It can slave you or save you. When they go to cryptocurrency, they'll watch every single thing you do. Now, and every time that buck gets passed, tax, 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 tax. Every time. There's really no hiding it because that's the only currency. This is what happens when, you know, you, you use something that's as innovative and amazing as, you know, pay by credit card. And they, it could be used to either enslave you or, or free you. You know, look how freeing it is to use data, to use electronic currency, right? It's just like, boom, you walk in, you could, like, eventually just wave a card as you're walking out with RFIDs. And it's easy. But at the same time, even though it's a great technology, it's being used to enslave you. Because you know, now they can watch everything you do. They can see who you are. They can even know the rates at which you buy things. You know, and they could tax every single bit of it. They could, it, you know, it held, it's held in their banks. They charge you know, endless interest rates on it. And there's absolutely no understanding half of what they're written on about all this, this debt. It's all a bunch of jibber-jabber. You know, ask Mr. T. What does he think about all this law? Come on, Mr. T. Let's see what you think. Can you understand any of this? You know, give it a good try. You know, see if he thinks it's a bunch of jibber-jabber. Because guess what? Most people think it's a bunch of jibber-jabber. You know, I fully agree, Mr. T. I think it is. Jibber-jabber, jibber-jabber, jibber-jabber. You know, we need to bust this up. That's what I'm saying. You know, your truth is your word. Your word is your bond. And in a self-surveilled world, where we take the power back, where we own the AI, and we own our data, instead of centralization by all the companies and governments and you know, the money and religion backing it. You know, who do you want to control this world, people? It's a binary choice. You know, the one that's been going on is, is the default. So if you, if, you, if you don't choose, you're choosing the default, all right? So right off the bat, all I'm asking, number one, is for you to choose. I don't care which side you choose, just choose. Now, do you want to go in a world where those in power own all of us or your other option, the only other binary option that's going to ever end these issues that have been vexing humanity for so long is for us to self-rule because now, now right now, we can do it using technology human intuition and ability you know, lifting the veil of human knowledge with copyright and patents and encouraging everyone to put out every single idea they have you know, network with AI, bring the best ideas together, the best voices heard. Oh, guess what? When someone has great ideas and a good voice, you know, they organically rise to the top. You know, it's not mobs ruled. We're still leadership. You know, your argument falls flat that the authority has to control. We can control ourselves, people. We can come to middle ground. We can put bury the hatchet on these things that divide us. And we could put the extremism aside. We could bury the hatchet on these things that divide us like guns and abortion and immigration. Boom. I'm telling you. You know, and I've already talked about numerous ways to do it. You know, some very specific, but, you know, technology and time, people. You know, where's your bond? Don't move the goalpost and place up your own extremists. Right? Left. Place up the extremists on the left. Right. 
police up the extremists on the right. And we can't police each other's extremists up because that looks aggressive. Right? In order for you know the 80% on the left and probably you know the 70 or 60% on the right who are in the middle, you know, we can all get along. Right? You know, stop listening to the extremists on the bandwagon. There's a middle ground, and I'm telling you it. You know, you never heard it before, probably. Or if you've heard it, you know, it's been piecemeal and never really put together in a proper way. You know, I, I, I've looked my whole life at all, all these ideas, and, you know, I think this is the way. You know, giving women the right to choose, giving the youth the right to lead. You know, make the women the decision makers. Because men, you know, you've been deciding a long time. You know, look where we are today. We're on the precipice, precipice of destruction. You know, in so many ways. You know, I don't care which one you pick. There's so many, you know, likelihoods of just destroying this planet and humanity as we know it for a very long time. You know, just like World War One or World War Two, that was very destructive on humanity. You know, we can do that again. You know, it's not impossible. Everyone thinks a world war is impossible. No, it's not impossible, people. You know who creates world wars? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Yeah, the leadership. What do they do it now? They're right on the path for another world war. The leadership does it. This is why you need to take the power back. Either you're going to control this world as you know, free and equal people, especially here in America, being the hub of all that, and hopefully the rest of the world you know, wakes up, or you're just going to stay divided. You know, America is going to push rhetoric of division and hate and get it reflected right back to them. And I fully and, and completely trust and appreciate Russian and Chinese people. You know, but the people in power, you know, on, on every side, Russian, Chinese, and American, especially American, push nothing but division and hate. We got to hate them. We got to restrict them. We got to control them. We got to keep them down. You know, and that's the problem. America wants to keep them down. When really, America, you shouldn't be competing. You should be showing the world how, you know, a, a country of, by, and for the people really can lead. You know, we have real freedom and no sexual or religious or you know, sexual orientation bias, right? Everyone's free. Everyone's a believe, free to be and believe and think however they want. And you're free to do that without being forced to think how others in power and, and constantly push their rhetoric. You, know, you, don't have, you don't have to think how they force you to say you have to think. Because this is a free country. This is the only free country, supposedly. Right? When was America great? When you could think and do what you want. We can have a tailgate party and no one bother you because there are rules. We can smoke a joint and it's like, hey, just hanging out with my buds. Right? We could walk around and not care what people thought about you. Because everyone has a live and let live attitude. And if you want to be more liberal, go live in more of a liberal zone. And you can be as liberal as you want, so long as it's not too far to the left. You can be as conservative as you want, so long as it's not too far to the right. Like I said, you know, mostly middle ground laws, but you'll make the laws the same throughout the land. And if you want to have differences, you'll have a left or right, leaving, left or right leaning version of it. And when you go somewhere, you just have these check boxes that, you know, they flip back and forth. It's a binary thing. You go across this border and boom, you know, the laws are a little different. And, and you're okay with that. You, you are okay with the laws being a little different you go into a major city you hand in your safe gun they give you a, 
a safe baton or a phaser or a needler. You know, your choice. Now, hopefully, you know, we can get rid of the guns one day. But it ain't going to be any time soon left. It ain't going to be any time soon. There are more guns than people in this country. You know, man, woman, and child. You know, zero age to, you know, near-death age. There are more guns than every single American. You know, and they're all dumb. Every single one of them is, is as dumb as a box of rocks. You know, it's a killing machine. And really, we should make them as smart as can be. You know, what kind of gun do you want to live with in the future, people? The dumb gun or a smart gun? You match that. You just leave your gun laying on the kitchen table. No one cares because only you can fire it. Wouldn't that be amazing? I would love to have that in my gun. I can just lay it around. Not have care, not have care in the world if it's going to go off because only I can shoot the thing. Right? Now that you can carry it everywhere safely. Right? You know, and it's transparent. It's recording. You know, and it, the data is yours and yours alone. You know, it's recording all the conversation. You know, theoretically, you know, the video. You know, and in, in a transparent world, it may not even have to do all that because if you've got your other transparency device going, you know, that can count as well. But you need to work, you need to network humanity. There's so many things you can do with technology that can solve all these problems, but no one wants to, you know, foresee the future that we could have by, you know, utilizing these things, you know, to the fullest extent. Like augmented reality, just have a screen connected to a battery, Bluetooth to a brick that you carry around. And the brick is everything. It's your AI, it's your, just whole, it's your whole life is in there. You know, talk about a sacred thing. You know, and the, and the government would today would be like, nope, I can just open that up and, you know, look at everything you do, read everything, you, read everything you've read, you know, see every single conversation you've had, your deepest, darkest secrets, you know, look at your diary. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. You know, and in today, they can do that. They can just take your phone and do whatever they want, whatever they want, whatever they want. You know, it's already like, you know, you're a completely digital footprint in life, right? Well, in the future, it can be that even more. You know, times ten. You know, in an artificial intelligence world where your data is your own, yeah, that's everything. Whole life is on there. And it can be encrypted on the, on the web as well. But you know, since you can't trust them to not look through people, this is why I say just have beginning-to-end encryption. You know, data coin verification and a code to either lock it out or, or destroy it. Or open it up and share as much as you want. You know, do what you want with it. You know, I would keep, you know, the record if I could. Because you never know what you what you would want to know as you're older. Because guess what? I would love to see a lot of things I've done in my life when I was older. I didn't even, I don't even really, I kind of remember things I've done, but it's like, man, I've done some dumb shit, right? You know, how did I go from here to there? What, what led me to, about that path to go down this fork in the road in my life? Like when you join the army, you know, you just, you know, all of a sudden, boom, one day. Oh, I'm going to join the Army. Or join the Marines. Or join the Air Force. You know, that's a different path. Most people don't do that. I'll guarantee you what. You want to change the mindset of the military? You know, smart people, educated people who understand about you know, what change should be, join the military. You know, always remember, like I did. You know, this is one thing I always had in my mind when I joined the military. You know, is to recognize what an unlawful order is. To always be on my guard. 
Because I'll tell you, the way the military does things, bunch of knuckleheads, right? Okay, let's just be honest. If you've been in the military, you can agree with me. You know, I can criticize. I've been in it, right? I get you can come together, but, you know, the leadership, I don't know. Now, all it does is promote just uh, this attitude of, you know, wanting more war and hate. I don't know. It didn't seem positive to me, right? We should have, like, nice people in charge, I think. You know, and then if they have to, they have to do the hard thing, right? You know what they're trained to do it, and they can do it. But what we do is we put people who are just hardened people in charge because they can do the hard thing the best. But their decision-making sucks. You know, they just push for endless, you know, weapons of war that, you know, do nothing but tear the country and the world apart. You know, what you put out, you're going to get reflected back out upon you people. You know, and that's a fact. That's a fact. And we put out a trillion dollars worth of, you know, just arm flexing and posturing war for decades, decades and decades and decades. I can only imagine what the Russian and Chinese think about the stuff under Area 51 that everyone knows is there. They just want to give it, oh, it was, it's not there. We don't have spaceships that, that float. Yeah, whatever. I don't even want to hear it. Don't even want to question it. It's ridiculous. Could you imagine how you know, Russian and Chinese and North Koreans think and Iranians when they know that you've got that kind of stuff? You're lying in the desert? Of course they're going to be afraid. Because you can just fly over at any time and just poof, e-impulse them like that. Or just come over and just start watching everything they do. You know, it, it just amazes me, the gall of those in power. To think that by doing it like this, that it's going to solve the, solve the problem. All you're doing is like, you're posturing. Either use the stuff or be done with them. That's what I'm saying. You know, as a military mind, you know, if I was general and I thought like them, you know, I'm just staying hypothetical here. If I thought like them, you know, I'd want to use my military mind while I could, while I could get an advantage on my opponent. Right? That's the thing. America never does that until it creates a atmosphere for having an excuse to have a more high ground, quote-unquote, for starting a war. Right? They always... Put something out there and get it reflected back. And now, oh, now we can start a war. Right? So that was saying, that was our guy. You know, he was confused thinking America wouldn't do anything because we let him get away with so much shit. You know, we were like, whatever. And finally it was like, boom. You know, reason to go to war in, in, in Iran. And I, not Iran, but Iraq. You know, for supposed weapons of mass destruction. You know, that didn't materialize. Right? That didn't materialize. You remember that, kids? We all remember it. You don't. Did not materialize. Well, you should be demanding from your leadership, because the old people won't do it. They don't give a fuck. You should be demanding, I want proof. Proof. Real tangible proof that it's Iran doing these things. Because they still say it wasn't them. Right? They may be doing it pro through a proxy, right? Let's just be honest. You know, Iran, I really wish you'd stop doing these things. You're, you're just losing the moral high ground here. But, you know, but they don't have proof. And you can't blame Iran completely because, you know, look at look at how much shit they got to deal with because, you know, America just wants to put the thumbs to them, you know, put the screws to them. 
You know, they have a vibrant, interesting culture. I mean, they got their issues, right? No one likes religious extremism, but hey, why are they religiously extremist? You ever ask yourself that? Well, we're pretty religiously extremist in this country and in a lot of European countries. So wouldn't you, if you were a religious country, kind of be afraid of another country that is just as religious extremist as you are? You know, it, it builds up an atmosphere of you know, more extremism. And of course they're going to be like that because they're a mirror of the religious extremism that's you know, around the world today. You know, it's never really gone away. You know, it's, it's always been here. Religious extremism has been dividing this world for, you know, thousands of years. It's never changed. It's still doing it right now. And, and the one country is supposed to have a separation of, you know, church and state. You know, in a country that supposedly has a you know, freedom of religion. You know when you don't have freedom of religion? When one religion is imposing its will on a state. That's a fact. You know, that's like the definition. And they're calling for theocracy. You know, but you're okay with that, you know, those in charge. Well, how would you like it if, instead of Christian religion, you know, as the Muslim religion start becoming in charge here, you'd be pissed. You'd be like, oh. You know, this is the real reason they want white power forever, because they're afraid of other religions, you know, competing with them and having a show of force and a different way of thinking when it comes to believing in God. And they don't want that. They are absolutely 100% against you know, something other than Christianity you know, becoming mainstream in this country. And all we have in this country is you know, one or another or another or another different version of Christianity. You know, that's the majority. And that's, that's what they're afraid of losing. And it, they're already kind of losing that ground. You know, this is why they're so steadfast on trying to change it. This is why they're pushing for it. You know, basically, the apocalypse, I think. Because they don't want other religions you're being in power. They do not want to accept it. And the parishioners, parishioners agree, right? Hey, young people, you, know, and you may love your religion, but you know, other religions out there, you know, become a universal Unitarian and get along with other people who aren't your religion. Right? I'm not saying you have to be another religion, but you need to get along with other religions. The old people aren't going to do it. The old people preach nothing but hate. And if you still, you know, think the same way they do, then, you know, maybe I should be talking to someone who's a little younger than you. Because at some point, you get to a certain age, and you go from being accepting of everyone, and being a nice person, you know, a child, basically, to somewhere around, you know, probably your teens, early teens. You know, you, you live in this media frenzied world that's like a culture of just endless division and, you know, me, me, me. You, know, you you would start believing in all this bullshit. You know, that you should start hating other people because they're not like you. you know, your parents are wrong, kids. And things are never going to change until you do it. Like racism? Hey, don't believe me. Look it up. You know, it's a scientifically proven fact. 100% or, you know, other than the extremists agree that racism is bad. It is a bad thing. And yet, it's allowed to flourish, and it's allowed to be put in the media, you know, waving Nazi flags just like before World War II, and we just don't care. Racism is bad. And when they're using race as that card to divide Americans, 
you know, so that the the religion can't won't have to li- deal with that, living with other people who aren't like them. You know, they're they're playing it by race. You know, this is why they they don't, you know, want Mexicans, even though they're 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 the same religion. They're playing the race card. When really, you know, all you racists, all you're all pissed about stuff. It isn't like, you know, minorities taking your jobs. That's you know, created the situation in the world you're in. It's those who have all the money running away with it. Right? Now, who sent those jobs overseas? You know, it wasn't us. It was, it was the people with all the money. It was the people who owned the corporations. Was it you? And was it your parents? No. It was the people who owned the corporations. The banks. Who financed them. You know, the politicians. Who didn't make any laws to restrict them. You know, they could have restricted them. Or when they went over, they could have, okay, well, Apple, you're going to go to China. Well, okay, well, you're going to tax you 50%. You know, in all finances you make. You know, any any phone you bring to America, you know, it's going to go up 50%. Or even 100%. Right? You should be taxing American companies. That's what you should be taxing. You know, they go around just shirking off any responsibility to their own people. To make their goods for the social good of people. And to make their factories for the social good of the people. You know, they're just a point, uh, like a like a little bazaar, a little center, which you know people can come together and work, right? They're just like they're just like the place. You know, if we stop working for them, if we start bo- stop buying their system. Well, their little system doesn't work anymore, not yet, because they don't have robots and AI to replace us just yet. You know, remember that, truckers? Yeah. <laughs> I've driven too. You know, I know what you're thinking, so. Do do something before it's too late. But yeah. No, you have a choice now. I'm telling you, you have a choice. But you need to just you need to just do it. You know, at some point you just need to take the plunge. Just like I'm taking the plunge about you know, putting all my thoughts together and you know, just you know, one day. You know, letting it out to the world. You know, maybe people will hear it, maybe they won't. Right? Can't really say for sure. You know, I'd like to believe they would, but... And if they do, and it catches on, hey, congratulations, world. You know, hopefully you, you follow what I said, and, you know, and over time, you know, it will have worked. Otherwise, you know, this is probably just something no one will ever hear. You know, but I like to believe, you know, what's the likelihood of me being right? I think, you know, personally, because I'm thinking it, I think my ideas are pretty spot on. You put it all together and, you know, it's a system that works. Right? AI's there. I mean, leverage it. But everyone's staying in the way from you doing that. You got people just, the Grim Reaper himself, Mr. Turtle, Mr. No-Go, you shall not go into the future. You're a buffoon. That's what he is. He's just like the biggest buffoon. And the women need to glitter force up and take him out. I'm telling you, women, you know, this is the thing. Yeah, everyone can hear it, but really, the people I'm talking to that need to start it, it's the young women. You know, and it's the young men who back them. And it's the old people who eventually start backing the young people. And hopefully it starts with the women demanding change. 
You know, it's like that girl who sailed to New York recently. You know, what you hear is she's like, blah, 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 hate, 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 in the media. You know, you need to back the girl, not the, the hate. You know, she's trying to lead. You know how amazingly just hard that must be to have the world focus in on you like that? You know, you should be backing her and, and you know, clapping your hands to the fact she has the, the will to just stand up and, you know, being able to take all that attention. To ask for change from those in power in the media. And, and those in power in the media just don't care. They just laugh her off like, whatever. You're nobody. That's the thing. You know who needs to back them? The young women. All the young women should be backing her. They should be going online, just testimony. Well, this is why I think she's great. Because blah, blah, blah. You know, she's doing more than all these leadership could do. You know, put together. You know, maybe she can, you know, spark the next age of finally coming together and changing things. Hey, who knows? I think she could. You know, maybe her and a whole slew of women, right? A whole slew of them. And guess what? You know how they do that? All the young ba men back them. Yeah. Young men. You respect women. You know, the world's finally changed. The mentality of humanity's finally changed. This is why you're, you know, you got so many issues. Women are finally equal to you. They demand it. They don't demand it enough. But they do demand it now. And you understand that. You see where they're coming from. Well, you know, acknowledge it. You know, they're in charge. You should go online and say, hey, I'm giving testimony that you know, I believe women are equal to me. You know, and I feel they they should have full charge and lead the world. And if all young people did that, if all people, young people went to one spot and, you know, that number just kept growing, well, guess what? That would signify those in power that, you know, those those people were young, you know, and the men, you know, and the women leading, you know, they want real change. And when they say something, they mean it. You know, sitting there attacking some girl who wants to change the world, Man, speak up for her already. Put your collective voice together. Right? See, here you go. You get back to the transparency and you're using the will of the people. You got to work together, people. How can you do that? Well, there's all these endless trolls. Well, you have to be able to be transparent. You have to verify you are who you are. You're not like MySpace or Facebook, but like it's like a drive, like a digital driver's license. This is who I am. You know, this is what I've done for society. This is what I've taken. This is how much of my dividend for destruction on the environment I've used up. Because I'm transparent about every single thing I buy and every single thing I do. You know, if that takes me dropping out and living in a tent for the next two, three, five, ten years, then so be it. You know, this time you'll achieve where your great-grandparents didn't. Instead of just having a summer of love, you'll have like you know, a decade or two of just waiting and seeing what happens, right? Everyone just wear a green jumpsuit. Just watch them go by. See what happens. Now, you see it every single day. It's like, man, everyone's wearing green jumpsuits. There's a lot of them out there now. Well, now you can see it in the world that, you know, people who want real change are wearing green jumpsuits. Not just green, it has to be jumpsuit because it goes to that next level. Plus it's like, you know, you're going against the media of fashion. 
you know, fashion pushes that kind of mindset as well of more, more, more. You know, it needs to put a break on for a good while and reevaluate what's important. But yeah, gotta move on. There's so many things that need to change. You know, I've listed them and hey, take them for what you want. But girls, please. You know, stop listening to those that say you gotta do it their way or the highway. That's all I'm saying. Think for yourselves at least. You know, and support each other. You know, women need to stand together. If they stand together, then all the radical division that the men create falls apart. You know, the men can be divided on the left and right, and the rich and the poor, but guess what? If all women united, you know, that cuts across everything. The women unite, and they start making decisions online and giving their voice. Now, the young girls start making decisions online and giving their voice, and they all pledge to vote the same. They're like a collective coalition power. Guess what? Now all the men just have to do what they say because they can't pull apart the world anymore. But the thing is, women today, you know, listen to their men. They're respectful of their men. And, you know, and they let them pull them apart. Not get you. It's hard not to be respectful with the people you know and you love. But, hey, you know, men are a bunch of assholes. Let's just be honest. A bunch of narcissistic, ego, dick-swagging assholes. I know. I used to be one of them to a certain degree. You know, stop listening to them. You know, be your own person. Be free to be who you want to be. That's why I tell my girl, you're a free person. Do what you want. If you want to stay with me, stay with me. You want to go, go. But men always try to hold you under their thumb, right? But girls, that's a thing. Because of the marriage thing. You pledge you're not going to get married. You're your own free person to come and go as you will. You know, and as an independent nation, my LLC, you have to agree to acknowledge that. And we started even dating. And guess what? Even more so, you should date people in another on another in another country to get rid of nationalism. You know, pledge to date someone from a different religion to get rid of religious extremism. Finally, 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 finally. You know, teach your kids, you know, you're both of your religions and they can learn universal Unitarianism and they can choose when they're, you know, old enough age to have the facilities in their mind and heart to make it an informed decision. So being forced to decide, you know, at birth, basically. You know, I'm sorry, religions. I got to call for what it is. You know, that's enslavement. It's religious enslavement. You know, all, they all do it, you know, to a certain degree. Not all of them. You know, I know there's some that aren't. You know, but you do pressure them, right? I mean, let's be honest. Everyone's always pressuring their kids to be like their religion. I had to put it on me. You know, I'm the same way. I grew up in a Republican household. You know, military household. That's right, so there you go. You know, look at my history if you ever find it out. You know, I dealt with it. You know, every single day. And you don't have to succumb to their their rhetoric. You can choose for yourself. That's what I'm trying to tell you people. And the mindset is, you know, you got to teach the young people too. 
you know, even younger than you, your 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 sisters and brothers, your little kids, to not believe in this system of division and hate. That you are an individual free person. You tell every generation younger and younger, you are an individual free person. And you're allowed to think, feel, and believe whatever you want, regardless of what anyone says. You know, so long as it's not something that's gonna, you know, be detrimental. And uh, to a world that's, uh, you know, trying to come to a middle ground, I guess is the best thing you could say. You know, because there are to to a certain extent limits, right? You can't do anything you want because that'd be just complete chaos and anarchy. But you can go to within certain limits, you know, at the will of the people. That isn't controlled by the rhetoric of extremism, right? Right now we have the will of the extremism. That's what controls the world today. The extremism of religion, money, politics, corruption, military backing, you know, politi- you know police fascism. You know, who, who are the ones that foster all this rhetoric of division and hate? You know, it isn't the people. It's never been the people. It's always those who have everything. They own all these things. They own the banks. They own the bombs. They own the military. They own the politics. They own the insurance companies. They own the industrial complexes. They own the companies. They own the police. Which is really people that should be working for the people. Not those who own everything, quite frankly. You know, what's a lawful order, men and women? You know, those who know what a lawful order is, guess what? Maybe you should become a police officer. And we need good cops, not just bad cops. Sorry, guys, got to call for what it is. You're covering up bad people. You're letting the, the badge be tarnished. That's a bad cop. Badge should never be tarnished by those who do the wrong thing. Period. And in that sense, yeah, a lot of badness going on. Speak up. You know, unlawful orders are unlawful for a reason. Especially those who are supposed to be the purveyors of the will of the people. Not the will of those who just, you know, tell you to throw weapons of mass destruction at your your brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and relatives of, of you know, your very own fellow officers. You know, that's the people. That, those are your people. You grew up amongst them. And yet, you listen to those on the top of the money and the power and all their bullshit. And you throw weapons of mass destruction at them. You know what? Just quit your job. You don't have to work there. Everyone's dropping out. We'll help you. We'll get you set up. You can get a tent. We'll give you some food. Get you get you ready to, for the next new world. Everyone's just helping out. You know, there's another way. We have a place for you to do. As well. No, it doesn't have to just be one way, people. Our entire world is a construct of the human mind. That's it. And if you have to make systems where you, know, you have to deal with things the way they are because things break down, you'll be less comfortable, and then that's what you have to do. You have to adjust at all times. And it's going to suck. 
It's going to suck a lot. I'm telling you that right now. I know I'm expecting the, the hardest things for humanity to do. But you're going to be like, well, I want some comforts. Well, it's not going to be comfortable. It's going to suck a lot. But you're going to like tough it out now. You know, and spend the next two, three, five plus years camping. Or you can deal with it later when you're going to be camping anyways. But it's going to suck even worse because nothing but problems everywhere. If you don't have money or you're not inside the gates and you push that accept button, you're going to get nothing. You're in or you're out in the future of tomorrow that they're planning for us. You thought the Patriot Act 1.0 was bad. You wait until the Patriot Act 2.0 comes out. Just you wait. Don't talk about bye-bye freedom in America. It's already pretty much gone in my opinion. Blows my mind. The shit that's allowed to go on today. Blows my mind. Like George Washington and Lincoln just must be just rolling around in their graves. Just beating at that hood. Like, let me out of here. What have you done to my country? You know what I'm saying? That's what I always imagine. You know, that's not what they intended this country to be. Here it is today though. Sad but true. We could be so much better. So much better. So, so, so much better. We have so much technology now, people. I mean, we're on the verge of AI that can literally get rid of all of our jobs in the next 20 or 30 years with robots. Guess what? That can either be used to enslave you or free you. Right? Because now you have to accept universal basic income and they just take everything because... They can. Or it can be used to free you, and then, you know, those robots and AI are there to help solve the planet's problems, help clean up the environment, you know, make life sustainable for humanity, everyone. I mean, it's like, it's the next age we're going into, and there are two of them. There are two paths we can take. And the one path that we're most likely going to go on with, by the rhetoric of those in power, is what everyone accepts. That we cannot fix this problem. It's unavoidable. And there's nothing we can do. But I'm telling you there is one sliver of hope right over there. A quantum possibility that yes. There is another path we can take. To another. You know happy ending. Alright just like Glitter Force. Happy endings. That's what we want. That's what everyone wants. How do you do that? Hey girls become the Glitter Force. You know let's. Let's all let's America come together and you know form up like Voltron. Right? You know, let's kick some ass. You know, let's put all this rhetoric of money and law and all the legal bullshit and paperwork and you know, let's just redact that right back down to, down to like somewhere in the early eighties. You know, before we hit nineteen eighty four the book, right? You know, that was that was the warning, that was the first one. You know, let's go back, back in time, redact this whole system, plink, plink, you know, and then pick out what we want. You know, that's middle ground, not the rhetoric of division, not the rhetoric of moralities, middle ground, as much as we can. You know, and just, where is your bond? You check box things, where is your bond? 
You know, and it's, it doesn't vary in like every single county of every single state. It's ridiculous. You know, this complexity and like, oh, we got to have it our way. This is, this is our state's way of doing it. Blah, blah, blah. That's what they'll say. This is the way we've always done it. Blah, blah, blah. We have our rights, state rights, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no. No, I understand the states' rights things. I mean, states' rights can be great for freeing the freeing our freeing the system from being controlled by those who control it. Right? You want to, you know, fix the problem with the federal government, states' rights. But you know, when the states finally do fix the government and they take back control, now you basically need to have you know a standardization of these laws so that when you go from one state to another, they don't go all over the place because that creates division as well. As much as those on top want to create division with the federal government. You know, even with the states, it, it creates division, you know, because it's so complicated. You need to simplify. Keep it simple, stupid, right? K-I-S-S. -S. Now, you want to create small government? You need to have KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. You can have left-leaning laws and right-leaning laws. But most of them right down the middle. All with coin verification of transparency. Keep it simple, stupid. And if you can do it here, guess what? You can do it anywhere. You want to have American style of self-rule? That really is what America stands for. Going worldwide, well, any country that wants it, you know, we'll set you up. And now instead of trying America, forcing the world to be like us, and in a fucked up representational version of America we have today, we can lead the world into being like us, in a version of America that is actually what it's supposed to be. That what that is what our forefathers wanted it to be. You know, so you know George Washington and Lincoln aren't sitting there pounding on their doors, you know, trying to get out. You know, they can finally get some rest because man, they are pissed. You want to talk about two pissed forefathers? Yeah. Quite a few of them probably. You know, we left Europe to get away from all this shit, people. And here it is today. You know, the king that's appointed to us by the money that appoints those who appoint the king in the electoral college. I mean, that's exactly what was in Europe. You know, nothing's really changed. It's just got a different facade. And we're given what? You know, one choice of two? Right? The most established people that can get there with the biggest egos. And the biggest gaming of the system and the biggest, oh, I gotta get money and, and, and get on the inside of this, right? Your legal types and your political hack types. You know, your jock types, right? Let's just be honest. These are the kind of people you elect into power. But I say, you know, first you gotta elect people who are the exact opposite. And then you need to elect those people and, tell, and get them to want real change to make it so it's the will of the people that's in power. So you have organic leadership. When you do good things, your leadership goes up. When you do bad things, your leadership goes down. And the higher higher up you are, heavier is the head that holds the crown. You know, you're more transparent. That's what the that's what the heaviness is. You know, now everything you do is known. You know, if you want to be in power, you know that's the toll. You know, transparency. Especially those in power. The exact opposite. What is today? Right? Which one do you want? Which world do you want to live in, people? Do you want to live in a world where those just in power do whatever they want, run amok, don't know what the hell they're doing, or do you want those in power 
who give the entire world what they think and you know how they act and discuss what's going on. And quite frankly, they're going to want to be, be in be in that kind of position because they want to have their voice be heard. They want to make real change because they want they know what's going on. You know, they're they're the leadership that should be there. You know, the best people rise to the top naturally. That's what's so great about it. Because we live in a socially networked world where, you know, the media isn't divided. The media is set up to have discussion on the left and discussion on the right. And, you know, best ideas coming together. You know, you know, discussion in the middle. And how can you implement, you know, the right and left's ideas to, you know, have some kind of middle ground in this country. Right? You know, the media is the people. We're the ones that ultimately decide whether or not what those in, what those are saying, you know, that we agree and agree with or not. You know, we, we take a poll all the time. Once a, once a week. Be responsible for your government and self-governance, people. Once a week, take a poll. You'll read what's going on. You know, when I read what's going on, you know, wake up, you know, in the shower or taking a shit. You know, I could listen to a podcast or... You know, sit there and get the job done, right? You know what's going on. And every week, you're hanging out with your buddies, doing whatever. You know, knitting, drinking, shooting pool, throwing darts. You know, that kind of stuff that you used to do. Playing video games. Yeah, now, you can all discuss it. And since some of you probably aren't going to listen to it and you know, do your due diligence, you can listen to them. But hopefully some of them have done their due diligence, right? Don't listen to people who haven't done their due diligence. You know, and you can put your vote in. You can vote. And if you don't feel like voting, or if you feel like you don't know enough about it, then hey, give your vote to someone else. I'm like, hey, we'll see just how right you are, buddy. I'm going to vote just like you. Well, thank you. That's a great idea. And you'll vote, and we'll see you know, where that takes society. You know, was that a good vote? You know, and hopefully over time, you know, because I think in this kind of system, you can solve like a good 90 plus percent of problems with society. I mean, pretty high number. You know, what you don't solve, you know, the next generation can. You know, and as technology increases and we reach out to the stars and we have a sustainable world and hey, you know, that pretty much solves our problems, too. You know, but it has to be, you know, a world in which everyone kind of just you know, rises together. You know, when some people want to live more, you know, traditional life, that's fine, too. In a high-tech world where you don't need so many extraneous things to stay alive, and you have, like, really high-tech equipment that you know, you can drone up into space or get in a hyperloop to a super city, that kind of stuff. And use a drone to get to the hyperloop. Or, I mean, it's crazy the future we can have, people, and everyone. no one wants to do it. Everyone thinks it's too far out, man. There's no way we could do that. No, there is a way we can do that. You know, network society that works together. Yeah, there is a way we can do that. A society that doesn't have copyright and patent, you know, chains on our brains. Yeah, there is a world where we can do that. Unchain our brains. 
have every single idea be put out there. I have like a dozen or more, probably two dozen ideas that I've never, ever dusted off to let the world see the light of day. You know, everyone has those ideas, but they're never heard because of the copyright and patent rights. Well, keep trademarks. Now you know you can pull the trademarks around and they're attached to other ideas. Right? Yeah. Pull up an idea like, hmm, this is a good idea. I'm going to read about it. Okay, I've come up with a better idea to make it better. Now those trademarks are attached. You put it back out into the world and someone grabs that. It's got two or three trademarks on it already. You know, they put their idea with it. Boom, now it's got four. And all these different trademark ideas come along. You know, and then, hey, maybe one that has 10 trademarks on it and 15 on the other side, they come together and boom, they make the perfect, you know, product that, you know, is going to make society amazing. Now, all the people who came up, helped come up with that idea, boom. You know, you're recognized. You got your stamp on it. You can't just be like stamping everything. I mean, God, it's people. I know this is exactly what's going to happen. It'd be just like the, the internet named squatter trolls. You know, what, what ridiculous ideas can I come up with and throw out there? Blah. Right? No. There's got to be some kind of limit on this because it's ridiculous. You come up with, you know, a couple ideas a year or something. I don't know, one idea a month. But not this, like, oh, I'm just going to do everything and I'm going to just own it all, right? Complain, complain. You know, no more of this, like, divisionist, I got to own everything, legal ship's going to be going on. You know, it's for the benefit of everyone. That's the whole point. You know, and either we're going to stay in a world that's united or we're going to be in a world that's divided. And it's up to you. You know, you trolls. I get it. Trolling's fun. But, hey, you know, now it's time to grow up. Because if we don't do anything, then... You know, look at the world we're going into. I mean, come on, guys. You know, I like, I like the trolling at some point because you... Disrupt the uh, the PC world, right? Status quo of PC and like, oh, this is the only way. I get you. I see where you're coming from. Full on. But at the same time, it creates endless discord. And, you know, and that's good today, but in the future where we're trying to change the world, it's bad. You know what I'm saying? When we flip the switch to turn humanity on, you got to flip too. Instead of trolling the world, you, maybe you should figure out ways to network the world. Right? Bring great ideas together. Like, oh, I saw this, I saw this, I saw that. I'm going to troll slash bring ideas together. I'm going to be a rabble rouser. Pull these ideas together and make something amazing. And then you can put your tag on it too. Now you're bringing things, ideas together. Instead of pulling everyone apart, all right? You know, with the world of tomorrow, you got to make it happen, people. You got to make it so. I can't do all these things. I mean, am I going to make like an augmented reality, you know, AI brick? Psh, no. Am I going to like program some, you know, verification coins through transparent network? No. I mean, I, I can come with the greatest ideas. I can put it out there. 
You know, where's my tack? You know, in the world we have today, there's no tack. People will just steal my idea. And you know what? I realize that. You know, it would be nice if I could be the person who has control over my ideas, but in the world we have today, it's just impossible. Because it's too expensive, one. And because there's too many barriers to entry, too much money evolved, too much monopolies, no, too much countries and other places just taking what they want. Right? It's just, it's, it's pointless. This is why no one tries anymore. But the world of tomorrow, you know, even though I know I'm going to lose everything, I just give away the world for free because I don't care about money. There's more life than money. That's always been my motto, one of them. More life than money. And hopefully, you know, it'll resonate through the world and you'll make change. And maybe one day I'll get to put my tag on, you know, just the very fact that I started all of it, right? <laughs> there you go, it's just one tag. But it's hard to say. You know, the ideas I have are just too futuristic for most people. They just can't see it from that viewpoint. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I understand because I'm old. And I still, I can still think like an old person, people. I can see things from the viewpoint of someone who doesn't care and comfortably numb and is old. I get it. Safe for retirement, blah, blah, blah. You know, but the young people, they would get what I'm saying. And that's the thing. That's different. You know, and that's how we either achieve or we fail. Because it's the young people that need to lead, like I've always said before. And again, it's the women who need to lead initially. And, you know, quite frankly, for a long time. Because the men, man, look at the world we have today. It's ridiculous. But the women need to stand in coalition with one another. You know, against the men running things. Then you can do it. I mean, you're all... You're all, like... Able, I think. You know, in today's world, women are just as smart, if not smarter, than men. I've met so many smart women in my life, it's ridiculous. But... I don't know, it's like they hold themselves back more than anything. That's what I always notice. It's like they don't have the confidence to be, yeah, I'm equal to you. I can think and feel and do how I want. Yeah, and I always try to encourage that when I, you know, meet someone who's this sexual, different sex. It's like, hey, be equal. And it's hard to tell someone that. You kind of have to converse with them to get them to feel it, you know? That's always kind of try to be with the person I've been with, right? I try I always try to make them feel equal to me. You know, I guess it seems like I'm hard on them, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not being hard on you. I'm trying to get you to see yourself as good and equal to me. You know, because males dominate females. And I'm not like that. You know, I'm pro having women in charge. And it's hard to get, you know, it's easy to like, just follow them and do what they say. You know, to be, have a woman in charge. But what's harder is getting women to to uh, get them to believe in themselves that they really are in charge that they can do better right 
What's wrong with a woman earning more money than you? This is why I can never stand. Hey, guys, that shouldn't be a shameful thing. Hey, women, you know, that should be an amazing thing for you. Because now you've proven that you're better than men. You know, now you can, you know, marry beneath your financial level, right? Now you're equal to them. You know, congratulations, high five. You know, I think it's more empowering that women make more money than men. That should be a great thing. You know, but they're always like, well, the rhetoric of society is you, you've always got to marry a man that makes more money than you. You know, and the ideas that go on in people's mind is, well, once I get married, I can just quit my job. Well, no, maybe you could be the breadwinner of the group, right? Maybe the man can stay home and take care of the kids. No, why not? You know, e equality, that's what it's about. If you want more feminine kind of men, you know, maybe they should stay home and start taking care of kids. You know, just be dad. You know, and you have to be, you know, the bully. Because you're the mom. It goes, that's, that's away all day. Right? You know, you need the carrot and the stick when you're, you're bringing up kids. You know, and the person who's not all, there all the time is a stick. That's just how it is. You know, the person's there all the time should be, you know, the good guy. Good cop, bad cop. You know, that's the trick parents play on kids. And it's usually the mom's the good cop and the dad's the bad cop. But those roles can change, especially if women are making more money and having better jobs. And that's not a bad thing, right? I don't think it is. Why not? You know, prove to your kids that, you know, women can be, you know, strong and empowered, right? That's what I would think. You should be good that men are the bad cop because now you're teaching kids, men, you know, soon-to-be men, boys, that women can be empowered and they should respect women because they can be, you know, different as well. You know, but women need to have the confidence of, you know, standing up and saying, hey, yes, I am equal to a man. And, and feeling it within. Not just a bunch of words. It's like, yeah, you just like shrug it off like, man, like, whatever. I know I'm equal to them. Whatever. But not, not with all the, uh, the showing of it, right? You just know it. It's like deep down. You just go about your business because... Because you just own it, right? You own it, I guess is what you could say. You got to own it. You know, don't be pushing out and portraying it. Own it. And if they don't like it, just fucking leave them hanging. Whatever, guy. I'm better than you. I don't need to deal with your shit. That's the kind of attitude you got to have with men. Because that's, that's the kind of attitude they understand. And if they don't like it, well, they can talk to your, your, your man name. You know, you can call me Steve. You can have a discussion with Mike, right? You know, you can talk to Yuri today. See, that's the thing, woman. You need to step up. You, you kind of tiptoe up and like, yeah, I'm equal to a man. But for men... You know, most men, because I hang around men, I've been in the military, they they won't respect you until you step up to them and show that, you know, you're willing to take them on. You know, it's just like, I don't know, if you're watching Star Trek, you see two Klingons, right? They don't respect you unless, you know, you act tough. You know, this, this is how men are. If you were to break it down into some, you know, something you can relate to, you know, 
Watch how Klingons interact. You know, that's how men, you know, in their deep down in their psyche, they're like Neanderthals, right? You're, you're talking to a Neanderthal man here. You got to show that you're more. You're you can step up to them. You're not with violence, but. You know, trying to... Ah, what's the word? With the resolve of doing what you need to do to make you know, your voice be heard. You know, not by yelling, but like, if you have to leave, then just leave. Like, bye-bye. Done with you. You know, this contract between us is null and void. Your LLC and my LLC don't get it wrong. We're done. See ya. You know, and that's where taking your power back and be willing to say no to marriage brings you. Could you just be like, cancel, we're done. You know, and that's, that's kind of how men have kind of lorded over women for a long time. Because if you didn't do what they say, then, you know, cancel, you're done. Or, you know, beatings or, you know, mental abuse or financial abuse or, you know, whatever. I mean, the, the list goes, the list is endless. How men have treated women in the past, right? I mean, it's just completely horrible. You know, but now it's just mind games. It's, it's power games. And really, you just need to be willing to say no. You know, I will not be controlled by a man. You know, and that's where not getting married brings you. If someone's being an asshole, you can just leave. You can just leave of your own free will. If they don't like it, so what? If your parents don't like it, that you're with them, society doesn't like it, blah, 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 you know, rhetoric, so what? You have the rights to love anyone you want, anytime you want, without being held down by anyone. And if you want to stay with one person for 10, 20 years, you know, that's up to you. If you want to stay with them a year, to see how it goes, that also is up to you. You can go into relationships saying, hey, we're only going to be together a year. You know, after a year, I'm out of here. I got plans. I'm going to go off and do this. You know, move somewhere across the country or across the world. And, oh, I got, to go, I got to go save the whales or clean up the oceans. Or I got to go plant some trees. That's my plan. So we can only be together a year. You know, when the year's up, you leave. You know, see how it feels after you've left. And are they wanting to follow? If they do, do you really want them back? Because, you know, now you've gone somewhere else and, you know, things are different. You know, give it a little time. See what it's like. You know, are the heartstrings you had for this this person, you know, really that strong? You know, even though it hurts, you know, love hurts, right? You know, I'd rather hurt a little bit because you leave them for a little while and set them free and set yourself free, just FYI, than to be stuck with someone and have it, hurt you even more because you now really breaks your heart. You know, being with someone that you thought loved you and you loved them and then, man, it's just nothing but this decades-long nightmare of control and abuse. I mean, that's what happens. This is why so many people get divorced. I guess what, you kids? Don't get married. Don't end up like your parents. You know, most of the, most of the people do stay together. Guess what? They're not happy either. Yeah, of that percentage that's still together, most of them still aren't happy. Now, I almost believe humans aren't supposed to be in 
lifelong monogamous, monogamous relationships, quite frankly. It almost seems like it's not natural. Because we finally have a world where, you know, if we don't like each other, we can separate. You know, but what happens? The rhetoric of those in power are like, well, you're a bad person. Especially in religion, like, well, you're not a good person. You know, they put their labels of stigma on you. Right? Call a woman a whore and a, and like a kid a bastard and a floozy. You know, they just, they just like attack the woman like endlessly with their rhetoric of division and hate. It's like, they're not. They're none of those things. You know, that kid's not a bastard. Those parents loved each other. You know, just because they're not married and under your, your rule, you're going to ridicule their children? Call them names that demean them? Man, that's, that's pretty... That's pretty asinine, I think. It's pretty pretty cruel. It puts you in a very bad light. Because you're taking a moral low ground of, you know, putting them under your thumb with your rhetoric. When they just want to be free loving people. And they love their kid. You know what you call them names. And and this is this is how they trap you into forcing you on their will of you know, you have to get married. Guess what, women? You have one one vote in this world. One. Worldwide. Is to get married. Or not. Or not. Right? That's never like an option. Where the expectations are, you're going to follow what you know the system says. And that's that. And if you ever, ever intend on taking the power back, you have to exercise your rights. Period. If you don't exercise your rights, well then... You know, this is why we still have the world we have today. You know, we're not just here in America and the first world countries where, you know, women sort of have rights today, right? No. It's like worldwide, there's still women all over the world that have no rights. Because, quite frankly, you know, women in America and the, the modern Western world still aren't equal to men. That's a fact. Still aren't the ones making decisions. That's a fact. Because if they were, we obviously wouldn't have nuclear bombs today. So there you go. But the only way women are ever going to change the rhetoric around the world, and change the world via doing that, is for women exercising their rights right here in America, taking a pledge, you know, being transparent about it, putting it online, seeing how many women pledge in total. You know, put it in a centralized place, people. You know, just like all the other you know, things people are saying online and standing up together with, right? You'll pledge not to get married to anyone in this country. And if you do get married, pledge to marry someone from a country that, or religion that your, your leadership says you're supposed to hate. You know, bye-bye. All these problems. You know, pledge not to have kids until, you know, this world changes. And we start, finally, doing a 180 on all these problems. Hopefully it doesn't take that long. Quite frankly, I think we could do it in 10 years or less if we tried real hard, people. I mean, heck, we built, built, we built, ah, we built America up so bad, or so amazingly, that we defeated the Nazis in World War II. It only took like five years, right? Five years. And we went from zero to hero in five years. The industrial war machine of the women solved America's problems. Yeah, that's right. 
know, the other half to beat, beat the fascism and beat the Nazis was the women. They were all in the factories, and it never would have happened without them doing it. So there you go. You know, they can do it. They've already proven it. And that was in the 40s. That was in the 40s, people. Imagine how much they could run things now. Ugh. Blows my mind. But they're, they're too afraid to do it. You know, they were kind of forced to in World War II because, you know, all the boys were over there fighting and they had to stand up and, you know, replace those guys in these jobs and make it happen. But these days, if you're going to wait for a war, you know, ugh, you know, a little late. You know, so, sooner now. You know, do it now. You know, because there's a new way of doing it. You just depower the system. Empower women. Empower a new day and age. You know, drop out. Bring the power down. Shift over. Shift gears like in a car. Power up a new way. You know, and women need to be there ready to do it. The youth needs to be there ready to do it. I know it's tough. I know it's a hard sell. I know everything I'm asking for is absolutely ridiculous and crazy. I'm aware of this. But put together in a cohesive way like I have, you know, it solves the problem. With technology. The, the technology which is what changes everything. All your naysayers, I get what you're saying, you're right, except you're forgetting one thing every time. It's like technology changes the whole dynamic. If used the right way, technology can change everything. That's a fact. This is why it works. Use AI to network a better day. It's not here yet, right? We still don't have AI. People are like, well, AI's not here yet, blah, blah, blah. Well, it will be very soon, people. Very, very soon. It'll be here one of two ways. And if you don't demand it right now, today, to be in your hands, then when it does get here, you know, five, two, ten years, who knows, right? I think it's as early as two. Maybe as long as five, at the most. When it does get here, then, you know, what are you going to do? Then what? What are you going to do when you, you can't get anywhere unless you tell your car where you're going and it watches everything you do? Right? Can't even go anywhere. And that, too, is like another double-edged sword. Can you be used to track and control everything you do, all of society? Or it can be used to set society free because you just hop in the car, fall asleep, and you wake up on the other side of the continent. You know, theoretically, you could. If you just move pods around. But yeah, the new world is going to be amazing if you just, kind of, if you just make it happen. You know, so don't believe everyone that just wants to say, oh, we got to just change everything. And No, just... You gotta tweak it. You gotta come in the middle of the ground. You need to make it, you know, stand more upright instead of being bent to doing all the wrong things. Like all these things that are like creating all these problems in the world, you could just as easily be the solution to all these problems in the world, right? You just gotta look at things from multiple angles and say, hey, you know, this solves this, this solves the problem. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah.